Welcome to the Wisdom Club podcast, where we talk to inspirational business leaders in our community that inspire us to lead a life full of wisdom and build a business as worthy of our wildest dreams. I'm your host, Leo Chen. I'm a tech entrepreneur, real estate advisor, and investor located right here in sunny coastal Orange County, California. And the goal of this podcast is to expand your mind and share what's possible. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Wisdom Club podcast, and I have with me Guillermo Serafin, and I'm super excited to talk with him today, and uh, let's uh, kick this off. Uh, Guillermo, how, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. We're all busy entrepreneurs, and so, of course, I appreciate uh, any time that you can spend with us. Uh, we know each other uh, from the 5 a.m. club. Uh, and uh, those of us that uh, wants to know about it, we will put that in the uh, in the in the comments for you guys, so that you guys can learn about it. But uh, before I get started with that, uh, Guillermo, could you uh, tell everybody a little bit about your uh, yourself, uh, your background, and then uh, we can talk a little bit more about your business? Sure. So I am a licensed mortgage, real estate, and insurance broker. I'm in California. Um, I've been self-employed since I was. 17, I'm 46 now. So um, I am totally blind. I lost my vision due to glaucoma at the age of 16. And um, pretty much, you know, it's been a challenging life, but very rewarding. And my, you know, my mission, I feel is to help as many people, you know, understand that there is no limitations except for the ones that we put on ourselves. And that's kind of how I run my businesses and run my life. Oh, that's uh, great. Um, I, I think uh, that is one of the biggest uh, lessons that we can all learn is that we we are blessed to have the life that we had. I was just uh, I was just uh, uh, listening to uh, some of Gary Vee's stuff. And, you know, Gary Vee, as everybody knows, Gary Vee. And he says that there is literally 400 billion to one chance that uh, you can become a human. And so we're all human here uh, listening to this podcast and uh, we're, we're all won the lottery, right? 400 billion to one. And so uh, we appreciate our life every single day. And, um, you know, uh, I think, I think um, you know, through tragedies, we can also, you know, learn a lot. And um, I think uh, you, you can, is there, was there a specific reason regarding, you know, your life that, uh, that, that had led up to this point where you did lose your vision, which is a very unfortunate thing? I was born with congenital glaucoma, which again, just like the Gary V, um, you know, stat that you just talked about, it's a very rare kind of one in a million kind of thing. I don't know the exact stats, but it's not something that, you know, it's not hereditary or anything like that. It's just a genetic um, defect that happens. And I was born seven months. Um, um, so I was born prematurely and, it was just one of those things. I was born with glaucoma. I was able to see um, partially till I was 16. I had about 27 different eye surgeries between the age of three and seven. And um, it was just the luck of the draw. It was um, uh, it was genetics and um, no explanation. Wow. 
um, I, I think we can all right now at this very moment all appreciate you know that that some uh, many of us all have have good eyesight but uh, but that you must have gone through so much so much to get here and congratulations to you to 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 be at this point uh, and being the great person that you are um, and so uh, earlier you mentioned that um, you your business uh, in California uh, where specifically in California for all those out there listening. Mainly, I mean, we do business all over California, but I mainly I spend most of my time in northern, northern California and the Roseville Mental mm -hmm. area. Um, so that you know is uh, El Dorado, Lincoln, Loomis, Auburn, all those all those cities around there. Awesome! It's a it's a beautiful part of the uh, the, the state, and we have a lot of common friends that that live around that area as well. And so um, uh, tell us about your business a little bit more. And uh, I noticed from your bio that uh, you you are, you know, licensed as a, a in mortgage and also insurance, but then as a real estate. And so um, can you kind of unpack that for us as what your uh, your primary, you know, business focus uh, might be? And uh, of course, uh, helping everybody else with everything else too, right? <laughs> right. No, I, uh, my primary business is, um, you know, I have my own independent brokerage and um, it's always been kind of a boutique kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I would, when I got into mortgages back in 2004, the broker that taught me everything, you know, on the mortgage side and real estate side, um, he told me, he's like, go get out, the, go out and get the deals that nobody else wants. And then the easy ones will follow. And my joke is that I'm 17 years in still waiting for the easy deals. So I've kind of opened uh, in the in working with people that either nobody else wants to work with gives the time to you know the unperfect borrower or the the person that you know needs needs to take a little bit more time to qualify or somebody you know the investor who's looking for that one special particular deal so um, we help all kinds of people but I always seem to end up working with people like I said that other people that you know other people have passed by or you know they left other people because they weren't satisfied so I'm just kind of that's that's always been my specialty is working with the the more difficult clients great uh, so so out of the three uh, businesses uh with mortgage uh real estate and insurance uh, mortgage would be your primary uh real estate real estate would be and then okay. mortgage Mortgage would be secondary, and then insurance is just, it, it would be the third. Um, they're all kind of equal when, in, in the effort that I give them. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I got, into, I got the insurance license just because I wanted to learn more about the financial aspect of wealth building and financial advisory. So it wasn't necessarily the, I just wanted to get somebody's auto policy. It was more on the, on the wealth building and, and life insurance policies and strategy that are designed behind that. And then mortgages, obviously, just the broker that I started with was both a mortgage and a real estate broker um, at the time. So I just learned it all. And I figured, you know, you got to in order to advise somebody to at least for me, you got to know every aspect of a real estate transaction. Doesn't mean you have to do it, but you've got to be well versed in it to be able to advise somebody to know, say you're not doing their mortgage, but you know, they tell you their mortgage officer told them X, Y, Z. And if it doesn't sound right because you're knowledgeable, then you could maybe them advise them to ask different questions or maybe, you know, help them find a different loan officer. Like there's just too much to real estate not to be informed about. Yeah, I, 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 I you couldn't have said it 
any better. I think anybody who's in this business are um, exceptional human beings because they either have to know a lot or they have to be extremely resourceful and know a lot of people that can actually fill in, you know, the pieces. Because just like you said, you know, with with how you've uh, set up your business with real estate first, uh, mortgages and insurance, you think about every single transaction. They all need all three, right? And so, uh, uh, so, so I think it's really great to be able, you know, to do that. And the more you know, the the more you can kind of answer initial questions right away. And uh, I, I love what you said earlier about, you know, doing all the the hard transactions, and you're still waiting for the hard transactions. I, I'm a little bit of the same way. You know, uh, the, the stuff that people don't want, I love it. I love the challenges and I love to be able to see from uh, a kind of from their perspective, a client's perspective of impossible. Everybody's telling me you can't do it. Everybody's telling them that hey, you don't have enough money or you can't get this loan or that loan or you can't get this done or you can't live in that area because it's too expensive. And to be able to get them to the finish line is extremely rewarding. Don't you agree? I 100% agree. And I, and I always tell everybody, it's like, you know, the people that everybody else ignores are going to be the ones that become your raving fans when you help them out. And in reality, you know, I'm a true believer that anybody can own real estate as long as you're willing to make the choices to do so. It may not, it may take you a year, it might take you three years, but it can happen as long as you're willing to work for it. And if that's your goal, then you know, I'll give you, I, and I tell my clients, if that's your goal, I'll give you the roadmap on how to do it. It's always just going to be up to you if you want to take the steps. Right, right. And what I tell my clients too, on top of that, like I'll hold your hand if you get stuck, like I'll help you get unstuck, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I, I'm just always surprised, even if people think it's going to take them a couple of years, if they were uh, had the right resources and new right advisors to help them, such as yourself, like that could be an eight months or six months thing and they don't even know it, right? Exactly. There's there's so many different um, I, I won't say hacks, but, you know, it's it's a word that is so commonly thrown around. But there's so many different hacks to putting yourself in the right position and shortening the, the time span that it's going to take for you to get qualified from credit improvement to everything else. It's just it's the experience that working with somebody with experience that can show you how to take those shortcuts to get you where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think uh, people tend to forget that they're like, well, I can do it in three years, but uh, they they don't they stop there. They don't think about like, well, can I do it shorter? And how will I do that? So um, that's super helpful. Um, Guillermo, I'm, I'm very curious, uh, like, uh, with with, uh, you know, kind of how you were brought up and everything? How did you get into uh, real estate? Um, uh, what was what was the conditions that allow you to to get into this business? So um, ironically is before real estate, um, I was a massage therapist for about three years and um, my hands had started acting up and um, I got carpal tunnel. So I needed to find something else to do. Um, I had hand surgery. Um, you know, my hands are fine now. But at that point, I was like, well, what else am I going to do? And um, my cousin, I was renting my grandmother's house for my cousin at the time. And I was talking to one of my patients and my cousin had told me that he was gonna sell the house, but he was gonna give me the first right of refusal um, if I wanted to buy it. And I was telling my my patient and she was telling me, oh, my son's a broker and he helps people. And I was like, oh, well, I don't think I qualify because you know I had the old mentality of I need 20% down, I need perfect credit and blah, 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 right? 
So she's like, no, just go talk to him. So I talked to him. He helped me buy the house. And throughout the whole process, he's like, man, he goes, you understood everything I told you. He's like, you, you seem like you got the grasp of this stuff. He's like, I teach a loan officer and realtor 101 class as my way of giving back to an industry that's given me so much. He goes, I'd love for you to take it and see what you think. So that's how I got into it was through buying my own house, my first house. I, I ended up taking his class. And day one, when I was in the class, I was like, I, you know, I got that feeling like this is where I'm supposed to be. And, and the rest was, you know, history. Wow. I mean, uh, that's so amazing. Not everybody gets that chance. I think everybody stops short. At like, well, I can't do it. Uh, no, I don't have time to go take classes. I don't have time to learn, you know, and um, congrats to you on that because it because uh, it really changed your life. And I, I'm, I'm always telling people, uh, especially on this podcast, that at any given time in your life, right, one decision can completely change your whole life. 100 100%. I think that real estate is the I think real estate in all aspects of it, whether it be ownership or as a career, is the great equalizer. I think if you if you think that, you know, oh, I, I don't have, I'm not going to be able to be a millionaire because I don't have the connections or I don't have the resources. Mm-hmm. Real estate can provide you all of that if you're willing to work hard for it and you're really, really willing to, you know, consume it at all levels and be a part of it. Yeah. And so how, how did that starting point uh... Uh, go because obviously you knew you you liked it and you wanted to do that and um, uh, was it a struggle starting your business in real estate in the earlier years uh, that 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 was for you? You know what it wasn't. You know I, I I can say that I was I was very fortunate because you know I was in the music industry before then I've had I've always had businesses when all kinds of different industries so I always knew a lot of people. So I literally was um, doing my first commercial loan uh, within the first 30 days that I got into the business and mm-hmm. able to make, you know, you know, in the, you know, above $100,000 my first year. So I was definitely different than most. Mm-hmm. But then I invested, I, I invested about $40,000 that first year of the money that I made into trainings, like, because I knew that there was so much that I didn't know. And my mm-hmm. entire life has been you know, reinvesting and training and learning, you know. Yeah, I think that's one of the greatest things uh, for all agents that uh, that start out, they they start to realize how much they didn't know. <laughs> so, um, so you started out in mortgage, what made you kind of transition more and more into kind of real estate sales? And now that 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 is now your primary, uh, primary business? So, like I said, um, the broker that I was started with, he was both back then. If you were department of licensed with the Department of Corporations, you could do both real estate and loans. So I started off my first deal was a mortgage deal, but then after that, you know, they were real estate deals, and so I was doing both from the very start. Oh, awesome! And so, uh, were, were there any challenges for you personally um, uh, that you needed to overcome? Uh, aside from, of course, all the learning seems to be, you, you seem like a really great uh, learner, like a, a lifelong learner, which which I love people like that because uh, anytime you talk to them, they're always curious. They always want to know a little bit more of what they already know. Yeah, I think my biggest struggle was starting out was understanding, you know, uh, understanding people at, at a different level, right? And and really sharpening my communication skills, 
sharpening my negotiation skills and really taking uh, a, a page out of my previous you know, businesses and everything and learning how to separate the emotion from the results. And once you can do that in any business and in any aspect of life, you have so much more clarity because your emotions, when they're tied to your results, have a tendency of clouding everything. Yeah, and, and that really affects your next interaction, right? Your next client or something like that. And that that's the biggest downfall, right? Uh, is, is that if you do not uh, control your emotions, your next one client, three clients, five clients, you might be, you know, have a lower energy, you're down, you're not confident. And so you end up losing those. Exactly. Yeah, awesome. So uh, if, if, uh, Obviously, you've been in the business a long, long time and have a wealth of knowledge. And so for a lot of uh, newer agents that are starting out today, what, what would you recommend for them? I would tell them that the best thing you can do is to remember that we're in a real relationship business. And I know that that is told to you everything, but you really have to run your business in that manner with that being the first thing on your mind from your social media, you know, I know that people have a tendency of saying, well, I'm going to say what I believe and, and, and that's all fine. Everybody can run their business in their own way. But you have to remember is that your intent on when you say something, do something, doesn't matter. It's how it's received. So being able to put yourself in the shoes of other people is always going to be key to your success. And if you're struggling right now and you're trying to figure out where my next deal is going to come from, you just have to put yourself out there. And there's so many free ways to do it organically online, you know, whether it be through YouTube, taking tours of your city and recording videos about all the different things. One of the, the easiest thing that I always tell everybody is start your own version of what I call small business Saturdays. Go and interview these small businesses, become friends with the business owners, post them on your social media. You know, if you can afford to run some Facebook ads to boost their business, and then you're going to start being known as this person who's supporting other businesses. And when you help other people, they're going to help you and they're going to keep you on top of mind. Yeah, it's really about building that community, right? Which which so many people have a hesitation of doing, you know, um, and uh, every every if wherever you live, there's a community, and if you can connect with them, and so many people have small businesses, local businesses um, of of all kinds. If you just show some interest and show that you can, you know, help them in any kind of degree to you know help promote them a little bit, even that uh, they would just that uh, they would they would never forget you. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then you know, as people in real estate. What we forget is we don't realize that we have a lot of skills that small business owners could use. Like we do marketing 24-7. You know, if you're if you're in real estate for any length of time, you learn marketing, you know how to do, you know, running ads or you learn how to build pages or create flyers. Like there's so many things that you could come and help a business owner with. Um, you know, if you're looking for closing gifts, you know, instead of ordering something online, go find a local business and tell them you'd like to use them for your closing gifts and get gift cards from them or whatever it may be. But if people, you know, it's like that old saying that people won't care until they realize that you care. So as soon as you start caring about their businesses, then they're going to help you grow your business. And obviously, if they're the business owner, then they have employees, they're going to tell their employees, their employees are going to see you around with the business owner, that's going to give you increased 
positioning. So it's going to give you authority. So it, it just, it helps you in so many different ways. Yeah. And so, so don't just think that like you got this marketing tool that you know how to do that you do on a regular weekly or monthly basis like other businesses and other people around you could all also utilize that too and um you know they don't have to start from scratch they don't have to build their audience from scratch you can just help them with your audience to bring more uh community together i think that's one of the things i love about the business is is the a community aspect. It doesn't matter who you talk to. Like when you build a relationship with them, you're building a community. Uh, we, I was just walking around and I saw a gardener. I stopped to talk to him, and just so just so happened, some of my neighbors they need a good gardener, so I connect them together, and so now the business wins, and the and the neighborhood and the community wins, and so that's exactly like what you're talking about, right? Like all these kinds of. Uh, community building as well as resources if I can you know tell everybody in my network in my whatever a thousand people three thousand people on my Facebook about you know this gardener then of course he's going to get more business right exactly and I mean you can even start your own you know neighborhood newsletter and have it open so that people you know it doesn't cost you anything create a google form and have it where people can submit special events or birthdays and you can you know you can announce those in your newsletter and that's going to create engagement because everybody wants to see whether birthday was posted or their celebration was posted so it's just there's so many different ways to get engagement yeah i i love that idea i hadn't thought about that that's actually a really great idea i have a a neighborhood farm here that that I work in and I just love and so uh we we do uh we do uh pet events so for dogs we have a pet in the park events that we do uh we just did a lunar new year event here in Irvine you know for all the neighbors and uh, it was actually a lunar new year potluck so all the neighbors came out to the park, they brought their food, everybody got to share food and drinks. And so uh, those are things that um, even, you know, after many years in the business that I'm starting to do and starting to kind of really, really enjoy not only getting business, but also enjoy just the, uh, the relationship build we're building here. Exactly. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's let's chat about um, you know a wonderful thing that you do that is how I, I got to meet you is uh, the five AM, AM club. Um, could could you tell me the the back back end story around that? How you how you entered the community? How you knew about it? And how you you know became one of the you know consistent weekly you know hosts for the for the community? So I met Sharon way back. I think it was two thousand nineteen or eighteen. I had, it might've been even 17. I can't remember what year it was, but I had, I had spoken at the closing table mastermind. I was asked to speak at a mastermind and uh, he also spoke. And that was the first time I met him. And I was like blown away with his presentation. And I was like, man, this dude is smart. Right. So um, I just started following him and um, I found out about his 5am club and I started calling in and listening. And then one day, um, he had posted a calendar, like if anybody wanted to be a guest host. So I jumped on in and I did that. And then, um, you know, anytime like uh, he posted that calendar, I would I would jump in and sign up. And then eventually, like, you know, I guess he had I reached out and said, hey, would you want to, you know, speak at this day because I need somebody to fill in. And I did a couple of times. And then at one point I, just, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try. And I asked him, I was like, hey, I know, you know you're probably already full with all the people that you need, but I'd love to, you know, be one of your regular hosts. 
And he, and he just told me, he's like, man, he's, I'd love you to. And he's like, what about Thursdays? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. So that's, that's how it went. It just, it's like with anything else, like I just went for it. I mean, the worst thing that would happen is he would have said no. Yeah. And, and I think uh, that's also a lesson in itself, right? You know, something that you enjoy doing um, and just reach out and say, Hey, is there an opportunity? Here's what I love to do and to kind of see how, how it unfolds. And, and uh, I think you've been a host now, what, two years plus or more? Um, I think it's been about a year and a half, something like that. I, to be honest with you, I can't even remember when I started because uh-huh. I, I was doing like guest hosting, you know, before then. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, it's been, it's been a minute and, um, you know, I just love the community. I love Sharon and, and all the other hosts. And it's just, you know, it gives me, it gives me the right start to my day. Yeah, it, it uh, absolutely does. And I think it's a really needed thing. Um, you know, we didn't always have that in our lives. You know, and so um, I think now that it it exists, and this is not the only club, but there's a few others. But this is one one that we just you know love so much, and so um, that's uh, I, I think that's a very uh, a very inspiring story of how how you kind of you know put yourself out there. Um, and I knew I knew Sharon probably around the same time, like around 2018 or so, and uh, a similar similarly like you, he just brought you know, so much uh, joy and knowledge to us uh, as our mutual friends. And so for people out there, if you don't mind, for people out there who don't know about this club, can you can you tell uh, everybody a little bit more about it if they've never heard of it and what it does? Can you uh, uh, give a quick description? Yeah, so if I remember correctly, uh, Sharon started it um, just because he wanted to be more productive and he started with a couple of friends and then it grew. And now I think there's like, 7,000 people in the Facebook group or something like that. And everybody calls in at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And there's always a different host um, for most of the week. Um, Hannah does the weekends. I do Thursdays. Uh, Vikram does uh, Tuesdays. And then there's a guest, you know, guest that Sharon picks on Wednesdays. And then I think Sharon covers Mondays and Fridays. So you get different personalities and different points of views. And they're always just quick, you know, two to five minute, um, sometimes six minute little stories or lessons or tips that that we all kind of share. Um, I always share a lot of life lessons. I, I I try to be, you know, as as transparent as possible and share my struggles, you know, because it's not, you know, social media is a press release and, and you know, Sharon shares and we all kind of share what's going on in our lives and we just try to extract something positive that we can give somebody, you know, those who are listening to, to benefit from. And, and that's pretty much in, you call in the, the, to the number, you listen, and then you hang up and start your day. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said uh, before, I will go ahead and put the link down below for people who want to learn about it, but it's very, uh, you know, start out your day with a, a, uh, inspirational story or message so that the rest of the day would be good. And uh, there's a, there's a call every single day, 365 days a week. And what I love about it is that, you know, not only that uh, somebody great like you with so much, you know, in, uh, wisdom and knowledge to be able to share on a weekly basis, but there's many other hosts too that bring in their perspective in life um, uh, every single day. And I think that's what's different about it, that there are other um there are other uh, five AM clubs that that have maybe only one one host, you know, and so. Uh, but it's really the only one that does it every single day. I think for many many years now. So, thank you for that. I, I think uh, 
it helps uh, for all entrepreneurs out there to be in in a club like this. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And and the connections you make. I mean, you just from being in the group and interacting, and like you said, Sharon, you know, allows other voices to be heard. So it's not like just about him. And that's what makes him so great is that he knows, like, hey, you don't have to be the the smartest person in the room. You just got to be in the right room. Right. That's right. Well, thank you so much. I, I think this has been so valuable, not only from your own personal life, but uh, also from business and then, uh, you know, inspiring us with your messages each week. Um, and so tell everybody out there how how best they can uh, reach you. Um, usually, you know, anywhere on, on uh, Facebook, you can reach out or you can just go to um, thesuccessboss.com. And you can reach me there or my email is info at thesuccessboss.com. Okay, great. Um, And then uh, you have a quote to share with us uh, today for the world. I do. Um, You know, this, this quote means a lot to me because it's, it's how I live and how, you know, I've been blessed by others and mentors and people who went out of their way for me. And Zig Ziglar said that you can have anything you want in life as long as you help others get what they want in life. And, you know, I realized in my lifetime that even when I don't have monetarily to give, but I can give a kind word or wisdom or advice or just be there for somebody, like the more I give, the better my life is. And I don't do it because I want to improve my life. I do it because it just centers me and it helps me, you know, when no matter how bad your life is, I always tell everybody, my my worst day is somebody's best day. Yeah, I I, I think we couldn't uh, uh, we can't talk about that enough, really, because we forget that when we do something for other people, we're really just doing it for ourselves, right? And so all that you know kind of circles around. And when everybody does that, um, it makes it makes a better world, uh, as opposed to you know if you were selfish, it actually contracts you know, what you can get, you know, runs away from you, what you want, you know, so uh, by giving, you get. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, Guillermo, uh, thank you so much for uh, being on the show today. And I look forward to seeing you more on uh, the 5AN Club, as well as everything else you do in the world. And uh, for those of you who are out in the area of Rosewood and uh, need advice on your mortgage, on your real estate, if you need to buy something, or if you just need a policy, (laughs) you know, go ahead and uh, reach out to Guillermo. And I'm sure he's going to give you uh, so much, uh, you know, advice around all the experience he has, you know, in the last 17 years plus uh, to be able to uh, help you in any way possible. Thank you, Guillermo, and uh, have a great day, everyone. Appreciate the opportunity. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you subscribe to receive notifications of all new episodes, and please give us a positive review. And if you want to hang out with us live, check out our YouTube channel where you can continue the conversations with me and our guests.